And if you're a supervisor, you're a manager, somebody, a leader, just pulling weeds is not leadership. Anyone can do that. Leadership is encouraging people, seeing a vision, helping them with their problems, asking them what maybe what they need, encouraging them to grow, encouraging them to experiment and keep trying and keep trying to get better, encouraging that growth towards improvement, admitting your own flaws, admitting your own mistakes, creating an environment of, hey, we're all here to just get a little better today. Folks, welcome to Counselors Can Help. Let's demystify the process of counseling. We want to remove barriers, answer your questions, educate, entertain, and inspire you to action. Hey folks, Meryl Pink, welcome back here to Counselors Can Help. Here in Utah is the official start of summer today, and I'm just hoping everybody's having a good summer or school break or whatever's going on in your life. We have done some traveling this spring and some visiting, I guess, some touring. My wife and I, my daughter, and we've also uh, gone to visit some friends. Went out to Nashville, CMA Fest, we're big country music fans. Saw some great friends, hung out, um, drank way too much, had too good a time, and uh, that is over now. So anyway, I hope you all are experiencing something similar in your life or, or about to or looking forward to something like that. I think that's pretty important. Today, we are going to discuss something. I'm, I'm trying to take this series in a bit more of uh, things that happen generally in my practice and, and what I think about on a daily basis. I'm constantly thinking about how to make these concepts that we talk about simpler. And today is one that I think everyone out there can use. By far, uh, I, I really like the, the visual that I've created. And I want to share that with you about relationships. So... Uh, the, the relationship is going to be that of a garden. Now, as you hear that, don't turn this off because, oh, you're thinking this is going to be a snoozer. I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> Why would I want to listen to a garden and some strumming music? No, it's not about that. I'll, I'll, I'll make it clearer or make it more useful. But I, like I said, it does apply to everyone. You can apply this concept at work, at home. And, uh, and I think I have some ways to make a unique take on it that I don't think people have, I've never heard before and, and I've run it through some folks. I think it's, it's pretty useful and, and impactful. So I will, I will share that with you. So it starts out with this idea of just, just simply think about a garden. So we, you can sit back and look at the, the beautifulness. If some people are gardeners out there or you just like observing them or just see a bed of flowers somewhere or, or gardening in terms of growing food from the ground but generally they're fairly pleasing to the eye and somebody's put a lot of work into them and has created something that's worth viewing and, and looking at and taking part in. That is, in this case, the relationship. Your relationship with somebody that could be people you were very close to in your home, could be people you work with. Every relationship is a garden of some sort. That could be a garden between you and your customers, let's say. So the idea of the garden is... We have been led to believe, and I think everyone does this, is that what we really do with relationships, one that we've been in a while, typically, or ones we're contracted to be in, like customers at work, we tend to treat that as, well, I only need to intervene when, it, when I need to pull weeds if I'm the gardener. I only intervene when there's something wrong. And the weed pulling in a relationship can be things like 
pointing out something's gone wrong or complaining about something or just trying to set something straight in general. Uh, I consider that weed pulling. It could be at work, could be your boss telling you that you're not doing something right or fix this or, you know, there's a situation that's developed or y'all need to do better. Those kind of discussions, what I would put in the realm of weed pulling. Folks, as I was editing this podcast, it occurred to me that I'm going to say weed pulling a lot. And I just wanted to make sure everyone is on board with what exactly that is. Uh, Not everybody grew up as a farm kid. This has nothing to do with marijuana. We're just talking about unwanted plant life in the garden. I think everybody knows what a weed is in that context of just crap that's growing, plants that we don't want in the garden. So it's pretty typical as part of garden maintenance to look around and see a couple of weeds coming out of the ground, plants that you don't need. So you go over there either with a hoe or just physically walk over, reach your hand down and yank it out of the ground, roots and all. So that's a pretty quick, fast way to get rid of weeds in a garden. It's a necessary task that needs to be done, especially in a small garden. You can literally just walk over and do it with your hands. So that's thus the phrase weed pulling just to get rid of unwanted plant life in the garden as a metaphor for there's a problem. There's something I need to take care of that's a bit ugly and I need to address it. So Hopefully we're all in this same sheet of music on the, the phrase weed pulling. You're going to hear it a few times. If we're back to the garden picture now. Now hang with me. Hang with me. So what we tend to think with relationships is we only intervene or say something about the relationship or about how we interact when there seems to be weeds. And we've been led to believe that we can surgically go in and pull that weed out of the relationship. We, we tend to do this with kids a lot. And I think you can, you can get away with it when they're young, but as they get older, it can, becomes very difficult. We're, we've been led to believe that we can go in and surgically pull that weed and then the garden will remain beautiful. We can correct that behavior. We can complain or do something about the thing and then it will all be better. Or... We go in to pull that weed with no plan whatsoever and we're just frustrated and we, and we just vent or yell. We think we're somehow making the garden better, if you will. We're, we're, we're pointing out bad things. We're pointing out errors. And taking this to a real garden, back to that example, if all you did was pull weeds in your garden and never did anything else, you just went out and looked and, oh, there's a weed, pull it. What are you going to have in a couple of years? What are you going to have in a number of weeks, months, years down the line? If all you do is pull weeds and you're not doing anything else, you're going to have a mess. The plants that are in there will die. Nothing new is growing. And eventually you will just have a garden full of weeds that you continually pull and pull and pull and wonder where all these weeds are coming from. That's what, that's what happens in a real, a real garden, a real plot of land where things are growing. Sometimes things pop back year after year. Sometimes they don't. The thing takes attention. It takes more than just weed pulling, right? Anyone who's worked in a garden or knows that you need to plant something. You got to water something, fertilize it, have a vision for where the, what the thing will even look like. That all is an important part of gardening. It's also an important part of relationships. If all you do is pull weeds and essentially complain or bring up what is wrong, 
you're going to have a garden full of weeds. Guaranteed. And this sort of flies against logic. Again, we've sort of been led to believe that we can just go in and pull that weed. And I think in, in, in some ways you can at work when there are rules, hierarchies, set structures, very clear guidance on what success and failure is. You can somewhat do that. Sports teams, they're, gonna, they're looking for the weeds in their strategy and they're looking for ways to improve all that. Okay, you can somewhat do that surgically, I would say, and, and keep the garden looking well as a task. But I think it gets much harder to do when you're at home, when you're in a, your personal relationships, because the act of going in and surgically pulling that weed looks more like a blindfolded person with a machete hacking away in the direction they think the weed is. In which case, yeah, you're probably hitting the weeds, but you're also taking out flowers and plants and everything else around it. Your, your attempt at pulling a weed or eradicating a weed problem made the thing worse. You're bringing it up in the relationship, the way you brought it up, the time you brought it up, isn't getting at the weed, you're really just starting a new fight. So the weed pulling idea, we think we can get away with it at work, and it does work to some degree there, but again, if all your boss does, if all you do, if you're a supervisor, is pull weeds and complain and tell people what they're doing wrong, people will tire of that. You will have more and more problems because no one wants to hear that continually. And the problem with people who tend to pull a lot of weeds in their relationships is that they rely on the fact that I am right. My information is factual. This weed exists. You should not do this thing. And this can be especially true at work. Bosses, other people will ride their high horse of I am right and they will focus on what is wrong. Again, they may be right. They may have their facts basically in order. But how they're going about it is a disaster. And they're not going to have a garden left if they just continue down this path. If all you do is complain, if all you do is bring up when things are going wrong, if all you do is simply try to correct your coworkers or subordinates or kids or spouse or friend, you interact with them, sort of enjoying the garden, if you will, and then something happens and then you feel it's your job to interact and correct them on the spot, no matter what. Weed pulling. Weed pulling has its place and time, but it shouldn't be your only strategy. Just as a gardener would not consider pulling weeds their only strategy. Somebody, like I said before, has to go in and do other things to nourish the garden, tend to it, trim some things, move some things, that kind of thing. With people with relationships, the, the watering, if you will, the fertilizing, the trimming, are all parts of the relationship and that looks like encouraging people, thanking them, appreciating their effort, pointing out great qualities that they have, pointing out their great ideas that they just made, the good point that they've made, encouraging them to be themselves and encouraging them to continue to work hard on what they've done. All these things are watering, if you will, and, and tending to the relationship. If your main strategy is weed pulling, I think I've made my point, 
it's not going to work out well. You're right in many cases, but it's not going to work out. The person will tire of it. They will get tired of your tone. They will get tired of your constant attitude of pointing things out that are wrong. That is unsustainable. You will have a torn up garden before long as you take your machete to it with your blindfold and it's, it's not going to turn out well. So this, I think, is a good visual for people to think about their own relationships, both at work and at home. Are they a gardener or are they just a weed puller? And let me, let me say that any idiot can be a weed puller. It's easy to find things that are negative and broken. And you're probably right. But only being the weed puller is tiresome. Here's another mistake that people make with the garden, if you will. And I, were, I know we're going back and forth on the, the visual versus the relationship here. Many people also feel that relationships should be something that they really should just have to enjoy. All they, all they should have to do is just enjoy it. When I come to the garden, I should just enjoy its beauty, its bounty, the food that it gives me. Why should I have to do anything with it? It should just give it to me. People do this in relationships. My friends need to call me first. They need to put forth the effort. They're not putting forth the effort. Why should I call them? You know, those, those kinds of things. That is a enjoyment only attitude. Now, if over time you're always being the one who's putting forth the effort, well, that's something you're going to have to consider. And this is this a relationship for me. Am I getting back the flowers and the beauty that I, that I want? in this relationship or am I just working and slaving over ground that produces nothing? I mean, that's a, that's a real thing you'll have to consider, but if all your relationships are that way, then I think it's time that you consider that you're doing something wrong. If every, every relationship ends in the idea that, that I should not have to do anything and they have always done something wrong or I've never done anything wrong. Again, you're, you're putting a lot of blame out there you are not engaging in the relationship probably in ways that would be more productive. So two things we've already talked about. One, too much weed pulling. Two, too much enjoyment and not enough getting in there and, and doing the work, the hands-on work. Again, the, the compliments, the helping make plans, helping craft a vision. What is this relationship to be? What do I want it to be? Talking to the other person, asking questions. What do they want? Are they getting what they want out of this relationship? What would they like more of from me? Those are all scary questions to ask, honestly. But just like the garden, they're required, they're needed. It's not easy to dig around and plant things and come up with a strategy and buy the seed and put the fertilizer out, the stinky stuff. I mean, there's a lot of sort of work that goes into the gardening thing, which produces something beautiful. And we want our relationships to be that. We want flourishing, healthy relationships around us. We're likely not getting that if we're just thinking about pulling weeds and we're just thinking about the enjoyment part. Which gets me to my point of why don't people be more encouraging? How come folks aren't more sort of planting flowers, if you will, and watering and those kind of things. 
this has been theorized and I'm not really sure that I fully have the answer, but we're, we definitely are more prone to act when we see something negative and have negative emotion. That's sort of built into human beings. So I think we tend to just be more active when we see a problem or something negative. Ignoring a problem equally bad, seeing problems and not doing anything, same thing, garden, back to that visual. If there are problems in the garden and you just ignore them, hoping they'll go away, likely they won't. So inactivity, sort of another problem of you know the gardening metaphor that we're talking about here. Why don't people want to or innately or naturally do more of the productive gardening things in their relationships. I'm not certain, but I think a lot of it is just a bad habit and, a, and a, just a twisted way of thinking about it. We've never thought of relationships in these terms. I know I hadn't. I just thought, well, the relationship was, and this is how it's supposed to be, and I really never put any thought into, well, how should I be acting, or what could I be doing to promote a better relationship, or how could I be encouraging the person or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, if you're a busy person and you have a lot of problems in your head about your business or, you know, what else is going on, your work, yeah, it can be easy to neglect your garden, your relationships, because you've got a lot of stuff going on. Understandable. And you can do that for some amount of time, but again, if that's your, your way of operating on and on forever well, then your relationships are going to be a disaster. Your home life will be tragic, most likely, because you're, you're putting in no effort. Likely, your input is some sort of weed-pulling exercise, and it, it inevitably is doomed. Same thing at work. You're trying to solve problems. You see everything as a problem. You only talk to people about problems, thinking that's your job. You're, you're, you're just pulling weeds. Not, nothing, nothing productive is really going on in this garden that is sustainable, that will keep going. We can all think of, probably in our, our vision, your mind's eye, either at work or a teacher or a coach you had or somebody who was just a weed puller. They just complained and scolded and bitched about everything that was wrong and maybe even quite heated. How, how did that go? How do, you, how do you think that works out for them? You remember them for this reason. You, you were able to call them up in your mind of that person. Are they really a, an asset to an organization, to a family, to a school, to a team? I don't think they are. Now, conversely, you can probably call up in your mind somebody that you really respected in your personal life, could be at work, again, it could be a coach, clergy, you name it, somebody who impacted you in a positive way that you know you literally speak to them, that you really respect and really admire or just want to be around. There was just something about them that was fun and interesting. They probably weren't just weed pullers. They probably encouraged you, encouraged others, 
looked on the bright side of things, thanked people, appreciated their efforts, took part in things, took responsibility for their own mistakes. That's gardening right there. That is a great example and a great relationship. So I guess to summarize this quick message here is this idea of the garden I think has a lot of, and there are probably even some examples that I really haven't even expanded on here, but one person we were talking about when you're looking at new relationships, say you're dating, sometimes the garden just isn't worth it. (laughs) Sometimes you're, you're planting stuff in the ground and nothing's growing. Well, I mean, that's a, again, that's a real thing and you'll have to evaluate whether this garden is worth it. And maybe it's not. You'll have to move on to a, to a different plot, if you will. That's okay. As long as I think as you are trying to do the best you can at gardening, at all the things that we've talked about, encouraging people, thanking them, being respectful, trying to brighten up their day, keeping them involved, communicate with them, ask them for their opinion. That's all great gardening in a relationship. Seeing how they're doing, listening to how they're day is going or their their week went or if you have somebody you haven't talked to in a while if they're complaining about something somewhat hard yeah just listening that's gardening that is tending to it that's being a part of a relationship it's not a one-way thing it's two-way so i hope this example can help to clarify a bit what is needed in all relationships. And I would encourage you in all your relationships to be a bit more of a gardener, and that is to actively take part in these things that you typically have probably done very little of if you're like most people. If, if you have been doing all these things, well, good on you. you are, you're ahead of me. I can tell you this isn't something that I thought of at all for a majority of my life and only until recently thinking about relationships and how to visualize them and what to work on and what's important this is sort of the the biggest the best visual i can come up with because it started out with this idea of weed pulling that we're just complaining about each other and we're just sort of pulling weeds and that doesn't seem like a long term sustainable plan to me i like the idea of a flourishing garden and And the idea of why don't people do more encouraging and thanking and those kinds of acts. The gardening example to me is explains the necessity of those things that you must plant flowers and water and fertilize and have a vision or you'll have nothing. And and I think that's what happens in relationships. If you don't think about where it's going, what you have, trying to encourage the other person, helping them, being there for them, having some reciprocal of that done, then you have a real relationship. And I think you do have something worth keeping at that point. And the main thing we're trying to do with this exercise or this thought, thought exercise, I guess, is try to evaluate our own actions in our current relationships and see, am I a weed puller or am I really tending a garden here? And if I am just a weed puller, what could I change? What could I change today? What could I do differently now that would make me more of a gardener, more of a person of vision, 
more encouraging those people around me and trying to help them. I do work with first responders uh, and others, but uh, I think first responders are sort of an easy example of this. When you're involved in a profession where there is a lot at stake and procedure and second guessing and questioning, it can become very um, easy and almost predictable for supervisors and those in those positions to only be weed pullers, to only point out what's gone wrong, to only point out situations that went undesirably or caught negative attention. And now someone is calling me or someone's complaining about what, what we did. And I would say those supervisors need to think more as gardeners because those are hard jobs. And we need those people to come back to work. We need those people to not call in sick. We need those people to be encouraged and doing their best at work and being their best selves at work. And if you're a supervisor, you're a manager, somebody, a leader, just pulling weeds is not leadership. Anyone can do that. Leadership is encouraging people, seeing a vision, helping them with their problems, asking them what maybe what they need, what you could be doing for them, encouraging them to grow, encouraging them to experiment and keep trying and keep trying to get better, encouraging that growth towards improvement, admitting your own flaws, admitting your own mistakes, creating an environment of, hey, we're all here to just get a little better today and we all come in here with flaws and we're going to do some probably some things we we regret but it's not because we we aren't trying we're trying and we're going to try to learn from each other and get better so i think you can take anything any profession any situation and think about whether you are a true gardener or the damn weed puller and we've all we've all been the weed puller i can guarantee if you're listening to this and i know i have i've done it and it's, it's, it's a bad habit. And I'm, I, I endeavor to get out of that habit. I hope you will as well once you hear this or think about this idea of the garden. So before I go, I want to drive home another point here with this discussion. And that is, this podcast is called Counselors Can Help, meaning it's not generally enough to think about these concepts and then just go out and, and execute them flawlessly right away and just do it on your own. There are some people that probably can do that. I think those people are a few. And if you find yourself a weed puller, you find yourself needing help in this areas, this is how a counselor can help best. One is to get you to think of things in a different way as opposed to just who's right, who's wrong. But the other is to just listen to what you've done, encourage you to maybe make some changes and then say, okay, this is how it went today. You come back with a story of what happened and that person can be there to give you some pointers and kind of keep, keep the improvement going, keep the momentum going. Someone who's not just seeing one side of an argument or some sort of, of battle. The point is not to be a judge. The counselor, the therapist is there to help you and help the situation, whatever you need. And so that's the part about therapy that really is the magic is... It's not just about talking about things or me telling you a concept and you thinking, oh, well, this guy's saying it, it must be right, I'm going to go try and do that. Well, likely you're going to make some mistakes along the way or come up with some different questions on your own that you hadn't considered until you actually tried the thing. 
till you actually went and did it in your house. The beauty of a good therapy relationship is you have somebody, a coach, a mentor, somebody that you can come back to and say, this is what I did, this is how I went. What do you think? And be ready for honest feedback. And they're gonna, again, they're gonna try to encourage you. It's the same kind of thing. I have a relationship with every client that I have. I can't just be a weed puller in any of these relationships that people come into my room. So I would ask or hope that you would be encouraged by this subject matter and go seek out somebody to, to help you with this. If you find you, you need a little help in this area, and if you're listening to this, you probably do feel that, I would encourage you to seek somebody out to help you get a little better in life and be more of a gardener. I uh, hope this message makes sense, is entertaining, and you'll be back next time for Counselors Can Help. Our mission is to spread the word that counselors can help. We want to teach you how to get started and get the most out of therapy. We encourage you to reach out to a professional in your area to help yourself or a loved one. Thank you to Kelsey Fink, our production assistant and chief of technology and social media. Thanks to Aspire Counseling at AspireUT.com for their support. If you want to know more about how counselors can help, go to counselorscanhelp.com. We have lots of resources, information, and we update it all the time. We'll see you next time on Counselors Can Help, a production of Merge Publishing.